Yo guys, this is Bobby from the Bench Podcast. Now, before we kick off, we'd just like to thank everyone that's liked, shared, and hit the download button so far for the podcast. We really appreciate it, guys. Honestly, you have no idea how far it goes for us. And if you're new here, go ahead and follow 14HQ and the Bench Podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts to keep up with all the latest episodes and updates. And don't forget to check us out on YouTube as well. Now, without further ado, grab your boots. You're coming on. Breath, breath, what's up, please? <laughs> Benched, brought to you by 14HQ. Yes, yes, people. Welcome back to another episode of the Bench Podcast. I think I made this sixty-four. I made this. I made this episode sixty-four. Damn. Obviously, me and kids, you know, we got way back. We got oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, yeah. you know, we, 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 we were there from League One, didn't it? Yeah, we, no, we, yeah. yeah, yeah. We were getting relegated. We were getting promoted, didn't it? Yeah. <laughs> promoted to the championship. Yeah, exactly, man. yeah. Before, so, before the takeover, we were you here. You get me slowly making our way. Yeah, before the takeover. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, Before the takeover. Yeah. Newcastle thing. I like, man, them changed the stadium name, <laughs> different colour on the jersey, but we were, we were there. Uh, I love that. How you doing, people? Happy Sunday. We're into May now, into the business end of the season now. Last month before the Premier League season finishes, before the Champions League finishes, before all domestic and cup competitions finish this year. This is it, boys. This is it. One more left. I'm Charles. I'm on the ones and twos today. I'm DJing today. Shout out Bobby. Bobby's back in Ipswich. He couldn't make it today. Not match fit and all of that, but don't worry. That's what we've got the rotation thing for. Come like Pep, man. Rotation thing up in the bench studios. <laughs> Me and my, my controversial, yeah, the young general, yeah, kiss to the marshal. You know me? Yeah, everyone talk about my marshal and my injuries. You know the we, rest. We, we can, we can, we can talk about Bob's injuries, yeah. Because <laughs> this guy's, uh, I'm pretty sure. Hey, if we share the tables, yeah. Hey. Bob's picked up a little dodgy hamstring recently, you know. Hello. He's, he's moving like Cater. <laughs> he's saying Bobby Cater. Hello. Hey, Bobby's name is Wilshire in my phone, you know. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Only because of the needle. Oh, fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> but yeah, man, Kizza, what are you telling me, man? Uh, very, I mean, mixed uh, week for me. Obviously, poor. What do you call it uh, for football wise? But I went and watched Guardians yesterday. What was Guardians saying? Oh, I know well, that. I, I know I the PCS manager's done a yeah, recording. Yeah, I left. Like a, I left the cinema in tears. So oh, right, that shit. Like that shit. I, I was like, yo, this was, this shit was phenomenal. Unfortunately, I can't relate because I'm not really like a Marvel guy in terms no, of movies. No. But honestly, like, uh, without any spoilers, in a way to close out a trilogy in terms of character arcs, James Gunn. Water. I can see why DC were like, yo, we need this guy. Yeah, that was, you know what? That was kind of the temperature that I was seeing when I was scrolling Twitter and I was seeing yeah. what was going it's on. It's not like, there. oh, visually and story. It's like, yo, it's like character pieces. It was perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I got the off mic. I got the off, the off white, the off mic. Actually, no, not off mic. He's just off camera. T in the background, cameraman T. Yeah, controlling one camera, two camera, mic, everything. We saying very good. I'm good, you know. Yeah. Match of the day is going to be real good today. Oh, did you see as well, by the way? The man in my back, you know. Gary Lineker's back. Yeah. Shearer's back. And Ian Wright's back. It was on Saturday night. Yeah. That's the lineup right there. We lit again. You must have watched um, uh, Match of the Day. Yeah, 100. Do you know what? I took a little bit of a... I I took a little bit of time off. I haven't haven't watched it in years, bro. I said in years. Huh? What are you... I can watch the highlights on Sky Sports. Of you, games. Ma- you don't watch Match of the Day? No, I don't. Bro, I promise you, watching it, what? watching the highlights through Match of the Day is so much better than... Way better. Yeah, than... I, uh, but I, I watch... The, so I, I watch every United game. Yeah. And every big game that's happening is where I watch it. 
oh, but uh, see, you see what I'm when, saying? So when we're talking about Tottenham and Crystal Palace today, he's just gonna be like, yeah, cool, Tottenham won. <laughs> no, 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 no. But, but, but I watched their highlights on like uh, on, on YouTube, Sky Sports. Just yeah, the, just the three minute one. Yeah. Um, you, you, you need to watch. You need to watch a little extendo, bro. You need the extendo. Break it down for me. He just likes the little hang. He just likes the little nine M's, bro. He don't like the long nose, two barrels. Yeah, I don't. I don't need that. I don't need that. I don't need that, bro. I'm thorough. I lie. One, two, pop. That's what I need. <laughs> okay, I hear you. I hear you. Well, listen. Let's uh, let's fly through all of these. Let's fly through all of these Premier League games. Why don't we? Couple of games. We'll start with a couple that were going on this week. I think we'll only go from Thursday. I know there were two fixtures on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was Manchester City versus West Ham, and then I think Liverpool had Fulham at home. Um, both both victories for for the home team. But I don't think we'll go into them too too much. But wasn't that, that the game where Haaland? Was it that? Was that the game where he broke the record? Uh, I think it was the game where he. Well, he equaled the record, right? Equaled the yeah. record, yeah. And then obviously the um, no 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 that was the game that he broke the record right because he equaled the record against us yeah and then he broke the record in a three 0 win at home to West Ham yeah and he, uh, got, he got the clap thing in it where they all went like yeah well done well done well done what we saying for goals watch how many is Erling Haaland on Erling Haaland's on thirty five goals what do you reckon well in the league only yeah, thirty five goals in the league obviously he's he's over fi- he's he's at fifty or over fifty yeah. now as, as as far as I know. Uh, right, so right now, you know, obviously we're in the studios, we're in the bench studios watching live as West Ham host Man United there like uh, a quarter of an hour into the first half. Not too, too much action has happened. But, you know, if you see or if you if you see, if you hear kids with any, you know, little, oh, little gas, little, oh, this and oh, my God, and oh, Rashford. And it's yeah. definitely going to be Rashford. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or De Gea that's done something wrong. Yeah, yeah. Then, you know, excuse us. But, um, yeah, whilst we're on the subject to Man United, oh, let's, just, let's just touch on... <laughs> <laughs> no, great. Let's just touch on the Thursday night fixture. Obviously, Brighton, who themselves have an outside shout at, at, um, at some European football, I'm talking Champions League, I think they can definitely get in, the, in and amongst the Europa League places and secure a position for themselves. But they hosted Man United on Thursday night. Man United were looking to win to try and uh, gain some ground on Newcastle and try and fend off, obviously, Brighton themselves and Liverpool, who were fast mm. approaching with a couple of wins in the last game unfortunately ended for my uh, my controversial friend here, Kizza, in a 1-0 victory for Brighton. Do you know what's weird about that game? Give me your take, bro. So going into the game, I thought we were going to lose. I've been maintaining that they were, they're were they too good at home in it for us, isn't it? mate. Especially without our, our back two, and I was like, cool, we were going to lose this game. It's supposed but, to be Man United. But come the end of the first half, I was like, you know what? We could get someone here. Martial was having some chances in the first half. Rashford had and a then, chance in the you know first half. Do you know what happened in the second half? What happened in the second half? Mackie would decided, let's just go long every single time. So this is so this I, I knew straight away this is what it was gonna be. This yeah. is gonna be your agendas. No, because keeper, I'll, keeper I'll, the game no, no but I'll, I'll tell you why. I'll tell you exactly why, yeah? Because in the first half he wasn't going long and we were having our chances, and even though they probably had edged it. We were in the game and a threat because we're passing out the back and because of that. Okay. Minute he started going long, they won every second ball and it just kept coming back at us. Okay. Bro, at least once or twice, play it short. Right. So the way that he plays it short and he gives the ball away and he costs you goals, or you'd rather him, you'd rather him play it short. But bro, he's costing us. He's costing us regardless. At least when he plays it short, we have some sort of control at parts of the game. When he goes long in any game, bro, no matter who we play against, we don't have control. So we know when we go long, 
No matter who we have, it's not control. When we go short, there's a chance of control. So why can't you blame your centre-backs? What about Lindelof giving the ball to Mitoma and he's one-on-one with De Gea, who actually saves you guys and keeps you in the game? How it? about Luke Shaw at the end, who wires his arm up in the air? Okay, the reason bullet. why I can't blame uh, well, Luke Shaw, even though he has to take blame for that particular scenario. That cost you the game, yeah, by the way. Yeah, in the entire game, he was our best player. Right. So it's one of the ones where I'm like, cool, you've made a mistake in 90, 96 minutes and whatnot. Yeah, you shouldn't do that. But the entire game, you've not been making mistakes. Lindelof made one mistake. And again, didn't make any mistakes there. De Gea, I think in the second half, he gave the ball away over 20 times. That's 20 mistakes, bro. However, okay, that's 20 mistakes. But then, 20. But then the one mistake that your guys, <laughs> the, the guys that you are praising, yeah. did make is what cost you the game. And then, and then, But then they had a chance to save it. But we know what happens with the guy in De- penalties. De- oh, so wait, when I said four scenarios, so four um, traits, add five to it. Something else is shit at as well. Well, you know, you know, he's already had that reputation. But the penalty was given away in the last minute. Hmm? Yeah. Unfortunately. But regardless. Bright, going, Brighton had 60% possession in that game, had 22 shots. Yeah, I just think that at home. I just think technically wise, they're a better team than us. That's mad. You're not supposed to be Man United. It's not supposed Probably to be you like can, that. Oh, you can keep saying that. I keep telling you. When you guys you are fourth one. in the league and they're seventh. We're overachieving. Mm? We That's are. Fair. We are overachieving. Bear in mind, if Liverpool were playing like anything that they were, we wouldn't be in the top four combo, I'm trying to say. You know, I, I slightly agree with what you're saying. I think next year, once we get three or four more players, then I'll be in a scenario where I'll be like, yo, top top four should be like an easy thing for us. Well, as in like in hindsight, that's what it should be then, right? Personally, I think Man United are one of those teams that, you know, it's very it's going to be very interesting to watch what they do in terms of the transfer window this summer. Because you can see that obviously there have been some big contracts that have been handed out already. So some some people's futures are secure. Just whatever their role is is to be decided. I'm talking about someone like De Gea. The but then certain players sure. will have to leave. Yeah. And then you guys, as you're saying, will have to have some some quality acquisitions. Not just acquisitions, quality ones. Yeah. So it's going to be very interesting to see what Man United do in the summer. Because I was saying this about nearly every team. Because I feel like this is like, you know how like in um, every... If you take seasons in, in like parts, right? Yeah. Or like, you know, this like between this this year and this year is one group and this one. This is the season or the summer. Yeah. That's make or break for so many teams. So what I mean by that is that like for Arsenal to go to the next stage, to be like, yo, we're going to be year on year out fighting uh, these men. You need to deepen your squad with quality, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Newcastle, to be a mainstay in the Champions League, they need to get like they need to get five in players in, it? Liverpool need to get in the midfielders to get back where they have to get. And United have this thing where under every manager, first round of players is good. And consistently the second round for 10 years let us down. So judging on how the takeover goes, we'll see where that goes. Because we've already missed out on McAllister, it looks like. Key windows for a lot of these teams, man. Let's get into let's get into a couple of these other games that we're just sort of gonna fly through. I'm gonna leave the mm-hmm. Newcastle and Arsenal game chronologically to last, and we can get really into the meat and potatoes with that one. But um, yeah, hey right, boys, Chelsea won a game. I lie. Chelsea actually won, fam. They're not getting yeah. relegated. Bit mad. I lie. Stupid Frank is safe. Forty points. I can't. <laughs> I, I, I listen, listen. I, I can't lie. Yeah. 
I know they're in a situation that they're in, but I still just find it mad childish that they were like, oh, we're staying up. Like, how, like, how is that even <laughs> a joke, bro? How, how are they even making light of the fact that, oh, yeah, 40 points, oh, we're not getting relegated. Like, that's a bit, we oh staying up. Chelsea, it's mad, you <laughs> do, know. Do you know what it is? I think, I think it's, it's a little bit of satire. No one 100% actually, no, no one, no one, no one thought they were going 100%, down. 100%, that's good old great British satire. Yeah, but when you're in the... Sometimes I don't like. Yeah, but <laughs> when, actually, yeah. when you're in the mud, isn't it? Like, you've got to find something to be cheerful happy about it you say if you don't laugh you'll cry exactly I yeah i hear it hey bournemouth are not good at home man you know it's like they took a slapping at liverpool remember we slapped them in the summer in the pink kit um who else have slapped them that like bournemouth have taken a couple of slappings haven't, at home, bournemouth, you know? haven't bournemouth beaten liverpool at home um they beat one nil billing they beat one nil remember they lost nine nil was that at anfield yeah, it's anfield, probably yeah. was probably was at anfield but let me let me have a look at some of bournemouth's <laughs> head-to-head games they're safe though now, aren't they? Yeah, I think they are safe. Bournemouth, I need that, innit? I got Bournemouth currently <laughs> can't. Bournemouth. Let them be safe so then they come there and get three points and dip. Bournemouth, Bournemouth were... Because you know what, you know what, T? If Chelsea can get three points there, we can as well. Yeah. Bournemouth dropped down one place. They were 13th in the league on the same number of points as Chelsea, but they're on 39. But um, we'll get into this in a second segment, but I do believe this year that it's not 40. I feel like maybe 35 points could get you safe. But we'll get into that into the second leg when we talk about um, the quality of this Premier League. But um, yeah, man, Chelsea, uh, they went ahead. 1-0, got pegged back. Bournemouth had a, had a nice little well-worked goal for, to make it 1-1. And then, you know, they brought on Jao Felix. They brought on... Who did they bring on? They brought on Raheem Sterling. Um, and yeah, just a little bit of quality. Those two provide uh, combined scored the third goal for the end. But yeah, just... Uh, Ziek as well coming on just a, a little bit of the quality a little bit of the individual quality that Chelsea still have regardless of their season kind of shone through from, from there and yeah got them the three points in the, in the end 3-1 to them uh, Man City Man City played Leeds you see the build up to it Big Sam listen talking. Big Sam was saying <laughs> I'm up there I'm up there with, listen, with, with Guardiola that guy bro he's Klopp like that guy. With, with Arteta <laughs> Like, he you know, was e- none, none of them. None of them have the experience in football that I have. None, none of them have the experience. None of them, <laughs> they've, none of them have been where I've been. Like he was giving it the big talk, you yeah. know. You know, was, Big Sam. I was like, yo, they, they might as well do something. Listen, as an Arsenal fan, like us man that we used to play nice, pretty football. Whenever we butt Big Sam, mm. Jesus, he used to dump it on us. Kevin Davis and Kevin <laughs> Nolan and Ivan Campo and them man there, yeah. Nice direct football. Speaking, all right, cool. Leeds, you know, they got a little thing. They got a couple quick wingers, Bamford up top. So, you know, they might go direct and, and cause some problems. Is he the only manager that plays that way? Uh, in terms of being direct? As in the league, deep it. I'm thinking, who's another like, person that 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 does that plays big Sam football, isn't it? Um, well, Daesh, other than Daesh. Them I guess Daesh. Um, Pulis a little bit, but Pulis. No, 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 I'm talking about in the league right now. In the league right now, and no, I don't, I don't really think anyone's them too, innit? too, too direct. I know, I know Brentford can be direct, but, but they but, have, but, but, but they, have the, they have more dynamics to their game. Yeah, you don't, you don't think of them as as a as that type of team. They're the best set piece team in the league, as yeah. well. I'll say, like in yeah. terms of that, but direct football, like. In open play, four, not four, really, two, yeah. knock it long to the big striker. Mad thing, but That's listen, two, Man City dropped Gundogan dropped a masterclass. I know, in like six a, in a six roll, bro. I know a lot of the time we talk about Bernardo Silva and we talk about Rodri and we talk about KDB is one of the best in the world, but Gundogan's been here the whole time. You know, mm-hmm. Klopp loves him. Dortmund, yeah, bro, loves him. Dortmund. 
Guardiola loves him. They all play him and they all rely on him. And he's always Tuchel been no. there. Did Tuchel have a... Um... I think he had him for like a year in Dortmund. But oh, okay. there's always been like... He's always been there in all of their teams. He's always trusted. No matter what his age is, no matter who else is playing in the midfield alongside him, he can be the one that is that is always trusted just because he's such a high IQ player. He's a beautiful Bro, player. He can play the eight. He could probably play the 10. And he was playing a, uh, he was playing a little double pivot with, with Rico Lewis in this game. Dropped a masterclass. Shout out to Rico Lewis as well. Um, Young baller. Bro, yeah. he came in and, and bro, the, the way that City knocked the ball around, Leeds did not lay a glove on him. Couldn't couldn't lay a finger on him for the majority of the game, fam. They were saying about, um, you know, how he's he's still one in the summer as well that's, that might go still in it. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking like, bro, like, why aren't they doing what they can to try and keep him? Uh, big miss, but um, you know how Klopp likes to do it. Is that a goal? What the? Wow. De Gea! De Gea, you son of a... Oh. You, you, see, you see the way that I was backing? The way that I was backing De Gea. You see? Like, Yo. This guy is a criminal. <laughs> Wallahi, he's a criminal. If you don't know, it's 1-0 to West Ham side. The boy slipped through it. But who are you blaming? Blame yourself, bruv. Shout out Maya Mills. Maya Mills is giving Ben Rama that sauce, you know. Look at him. <laughs> giving him that sauce, you oh, know. Oh, oh, oh. Mad thing. 1-0. Man United. Jeez. Man United. And there'll be people online right now that Man are backing United. this guy. Look at this. Look at this. Look at this. Okay, look. Yeah, should have won that. Should have won that. No danger now. There's no, there's no danger. There's no danger. Because you're in your net. You can see the ball the entire way. He's passed. He's passed into the net. It's not even a fucking odd shot. Mm, so I don't want to hear nothing when they were talking about KDB and Ramsdale the other day. Yeah, look, 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 look. Mm. It's bubbled in front of him for his goal. Oh, wallahi, ah. So I don't know if Charles has already explained this, but we are currently watching the game as well. So 100%. This is why you know what? we can hear controversial kids. I think, look, look at Lindo's reaction. Even he knows. He's like, yo, this guy sucks. He's like, this guy sucks. All right. Let's move on to the next one. Bring on Butland, man. Kids. <laughs> Butland. Yeah, bring him on. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm done with him, bro. Tottenham versus Crystal Palace, North versus South, Gunman King. London Derby. Listen, Harry Kane, I can't lie, yeah? 26 goals in the league. I think, let me just go on to Harry Kane's career stats. In terms of league goals, he's on for, this is his third best return. If we put the flag out now and we finish the season now, this is his third best return in terms of goals scored in the league. Now, given the team that he plays for now and the way that they're currently playing football, yeah? Unbelievable! Like if if uh, if not for Erling Haaland, we'd be really talking about Kane and the season that he's having. He's six clear of of Ivan Tony, who's the only other one on twenty goals this season, fam. He's a good man. Listen, Crystal Palace as well. No wins away at Tottenham in about ten years, fam. <laughs> it's one of them ones, isn't it? Mad team. You know them historic ones. Yeah, the ones where we, you know when you're watching it live. Shout out match of the day for them facts there. And it, and it pop up on the bottom of the screen, and then no winning nine. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking raw. Oh, yeah, like, <laughs> I can't lie, the man them in the bookies that will go in there and they'll go, yeah, both teams to score, and then they'll see that stat, they'll be like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, but yeah, man, Tottenham, Tottenham are, let me just see what Tottenham are doing. Are they starting to put results together? No, nah, not really. Good way for them to bounce back after the disappointment of the 4-3 loss to Liverpool, but, you know, um, took it back home. They've got how many more games have they got at home left? Tottenham have. One more game at home, at home to Brentford. Oh, that's you know, a hard one. Where they are in the league, Tottenham are sixth in the league. I think they've. I think they're. they're Europa. They're, yeah, their hopes of top four have gone now. I think even even if Man United lost this game now, Tottenham have played a game more and they're six points below them. And we're at, we're at the last four, three games left, man. So. Uh, 
Bro, I'll be real. The only thing that I want to know about Tottenham is what's Kane saying. Are you going to move to United or are you going to stay there? That's that's all I want to know. Yeah, well, we, we know Kiz's thoughts. He was the clip the other day. <laughs> <laughs> bro. We, know, we know Kiz's thoughts. Bro, but like, yeah, bro. I don't know, man. I, I still kind of have a sly feeling that he might stay, fam. <laughs> For what? Leti- For what? Leticiating, innit? No, I've done told you, fam. You can't respect a man with that. 100%. I can't blame anyone else. You had your chance. You had your chance. You know what it is? Move. You know what? Let me not say. Is it? He wants to do what he wants to do in it. Yeah, I mean, whatever makes him happy in it. But you know, you, (laughs) bro, you being top goal scorer is great. It's all great, but with no trophies. Listen, the match winner against Crystal Palace has taken him on two hundred and nine Premier League goals, so he's gone ahead of Wayne Rooney into second place. Ahead of him, one Alan Shearer, who was on match of the day the other day. Shout out Alan Shearer, shout out Mm. the Baldy. But uh, yeah, shut up in it. Could have only had to hold two nil today. Fucking bullshit. Speaking of derbies, we're going to go to the Midlands. Wolves versus Aston Villa. Yeah, a little black country derby there. A little Midlands derby there. Why is it called a black country? I think that's what they call it. They call it a black country. But no? why, why do they call it? I don't know. No racismo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've always, like, I've always wondered. No like, racismo. Do you know what? I might, I might have to Google that. I don't have that general knowledge. Yeah. That'd be a good pub quiz question there. What should it be? Something racist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm looking at it like, raw. hold on. Uh, no racismo <laughs> here. But yeah, Wolves Wolves actually turning up surprise winners. Aston Villa are obviously in very good form. They're one of the form teams in the league. Um, in you know the last ten uh, in the last ten games I'd say and they're really definitely pushing for uh, a Europa League spot at least they're in eighth position so they're one out of the league spots um, and I'd say with Brighton with like two three games in hand the nearest ones that they can challenge or the nearest ones that they can look to sort of aim at an eclipse will be Tottenham who are only three points ahead of them but with this loss to Wolves uh, man like Totti not the Italian one but the Portuguese one. Hmm. Mad. The left back for Wolves, Totti, um, uh, winning there, set piece, little header at the back post, in off the crossbar. And yeah, Wolves are a nice, I like I like Wolves under Lopetegui, you know? Wolves under Bruno Lago were, were, were awful, <laughs> awful this year. And yeah, and and they were they were one of the ones that were were properly down in the relegation scrap, looking at potentially going down. But you know, since Lopetegui's come in, he's got them nice and organised. He's got a little four four two, a little classic four four two out of possession thing that they got going on. Yeah, little Diego Costa up front. They got Pedro Neto back as also well, the uh. wingers. Uh, Mateus Nunes, I think that one that Liverpool and and Man United and a couple of men have been linked to. Good player. Got him playing out on the right midfield instead of centre mid because he's a good ball carrier and that. And yeah, they're up in 13th now. They're they're nice and safe. They're going to be back again next year. And I think maybe they could be looking next year at a, a, a top 10 position. Bro, but Jimenez has to become that guy that he was before, man. He needs to start scoring goals like he no, was before. The same he literally, literally. After that, I mean... I was going to say a mad joke. To be, to, to be fair, I mean, I would say it. So if I was you, I'd say it. <laughs> <laughs> but like, yeah, after that injury, he hasn't really he looked his, the same. He got his football brain knocked out of him. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I just think he's shook in it. And I get why in it. Which is Ooh. fair. Which is fair. Nah, you certain, yeah. man, certain man, like, they have that in it. No, nah, 100. It's not like PTSD, but it's like, it might actually even be that in it. Listen, we're talking about his life here. Yeah, exactly. Know them ones. Um, well, while we're all still, while we're also on the subject of one 0 let's uh, let's move up to the northwest. Liverpool, yeah. I t- listen, I was saying it's one 0 to Liverpool. Mohamed Salah 
How many goals is that for Mohamed Salah? I need to have some beef with Hus as well because he was trying to draw me out in the group chat. <laughs> but yeah, man, Mohamed Salah, 19 goals. He's one away from being an another 20 goal man, being the fourth 20 goal man of the, of the crew this season. Uh, coming coming away strong and, and beating Brentford 1-0. I know Brentford made it scrappy. You know, Ivan Tony was causing problems. He was. And Buemo had a disallowed goal as he, well. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, Liverpool, maybe you could argue that they rode their luck in certain situations there and it wasn't all the way clean, but listen, clean sheet, Mo Salah scored 1-0, three points, and Man United are losing here now to West Ham. So I got, I've got the pressure is on. Does Tyrell Malassia not, not remind you of someone? Tyrell Malassia? Uh, go on, talk to me. What, T? No, <laughs> lie. <laughs> huh? <laughs> I'd have to see that. I'd have to get it. Yeah, I'm going to have to, yeah. I can, I can, no, yeah. No, look, look. I need to see the mug shot because I don't really know what, what I think Malassia looks like off memory. T, obviously, T, yeah, I can't lie. He's got the trim on you right now, but you need to you need to get a trim. And, uh, <laughs> and we say what, they're going to be looking similar, looking yeah, like twins. Yeah, I lie. <laughs> no, man. Should say T was a right back as well? I lie, I lie. One's oh. right back, one's left back. Like no, nah, man, I'm not trying to be a dead baller. I'm good, bro. He's not, he's not a dead <laughs> Are you feeling the pressure? It's one nil to Liverpool. You know they beat Brentford one nil. Bro, I've said this right. Yeah, I've said this. If we lose this game, we'll bottle it. Oh, I <laughs> no, I, and that's I'm I'm deadly honest. I know Bear Man. I said that I'm being reactionary. I'm like, bro, mm -hmm. I know this team. People forget that I've watched them. I know what they individually are capable of. In it, mm. true say all we have to do is win our home games. In it, but if we're going into it, we're like we have to win every home game now. It's more pressure on each game. Mm -hmm. I'm like, bro. You have to win this game. And also... If Bro, Brian and I knew we were going to lose in it. So I, w I didn't have a big meltdown after Brian because I knew that's the one we're losing in it. But I was, like, I was like, yo... You only lost it to a last second penalty. Yeah. But, but even still, I'm like, that was the one I was like, if you're going to lose one, that's the one in it. And then it's the way we've conceded today. I'm like, bruh, that's the, all the signs of, I oh, will get the nerves of it. Obviously, there's a lot of time to go in this game yet, but... You can't, it's, it's harder to build off a losing streak than yeah. it is to start getting results and putting them together and getting you guys over the line. But listen, all that talk that you was doing about, oh, you had a better season than Arsenal, Guess fa not. face your front. Like, <laughs> that's I'm, all, I'm, that's nah, what I'm, I'm saying. I'm we'll, talk, have to. we'll talk at the end. Face yeah. your front yeah, right listen, now, listen, United listen, fans. Listen, look, here's my, my palms out for the lashing. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, go on. Go on, go on, give them, give them. Get to your head, it's fine. Isn't it? Where's my way? Where's my whip? <laughs> <laughs> All right, and then um, obviously this West Ham Man United game isn't finished, um, and this will be the game that concludes the weekend's action. But we'll go to the penultimate one, you know, the the, the entree to the main course that is this this game at the London Stadium. North is it in the northwest. Yeah, it isn't. Wait, it's in the no, it's in the northeast. It's in the northeast. No, Newcastle's high up. You know, it's near Scotland. You oh, know, I don't know geography, man. bro. It's it's further than like Manchester and Liverpool. Yeah, it's actually far, bro. Newcastle versus Arsenal. I feel like a lot of fans, a lot of neutral fans were, were licking their lips at the prospect of this game. Obviously, second versus third. Arsenal, you know, still trying to trying to keep tabs with Manchester City and try and keep them honest and trying to ensure that they have to keep winning to secure the title. Newcastle looking to, to cement their place in the Champions League, especially with results here, the way that they're going on right now in this West Ham game, um, you know, with Liverpool and, and with Brighton and such knocking on the door. Um at St James's Park, you know St James's Park is a is a intimidating atmosphere, very intimidating atmosphere. Very few teams have come to that to that stadium and actually come away with some points. I think Newcastle are probably, I want to say they're the third best team at home in the league this year. Let me just double check that because you know I like to be 
factually correct. Was that after us and C? Okay, so Newcastle are Newcastle are actually the sixth <laughs> best team just in the league this year. They're actually better away from home than they are at home. Oh, raw. So I don't know ball. I don't know what I'm talking about, Tim. Sorry, <laughs> but no, I, you, they, I mean, you I know how it, they're at home they're like, well, that's a fortress. Yeah, it's a fortress. You know how it is. It's very difficult to go there. You know, Man City went there and drew. Uh, Chelsea lost. Did Man United? How did you guys fare when you went up there? Oh, we got piped. Obviously, Tottenham held five in about 20 minutes there. So uh, you know, yeah. And and obviously, given the story See, of last year. there struggled as well. You get me, free, free. And then obviously, you get the story of last year, how Arsenal were going for the top four. And then the 2-0 loss to, to Newcastle was definitely the nail in the coffin for us. But things turned around this year. Um, early on in the game, you know, Newcastle hitting the post. They had a penalty that was uh, overturned because of the right VAR. Because so. of VAR. Um, and, and yeah, Arsenal, I think just in the end, Arsenal were, were clinical with the chances that they had. And Newcastle just failed to uh, failed to find a corner, man. Too many shots that they had went straight at Ramsdale, who obviously needed to make the saves. He needed to be there. But um, yeah, Arsenal turned out 2-0 winners in the end. T, what are you saying, man? What do you reckon of that game? It was a good game, you know. You, I think the first... Are you proud of the boys? 100%. 100%. I think they've learned a very, very valuable lesson through games like this, you know what I'm saying? But I think for me, it's, it just goes back to that West Ham and Southampton game, like I was te- like I was saying earlier. Yeah. Hindsight, yeah. hindsight. Yeah. In this one, unfortunately. Do you know what I'm saying? But I do love the fact that they were, they were up for it. You know, they really stuck it on them, especially... I was a little bit worried, you know, when it first started because it was... <laughs> we were holding it. 100%. We were holding it. Newcastle were all over us, bro. Hitting a post after 30 seconds. Bro, and it was loud. Yeah, it was peak. It was loud. I was that, like, oh. I'm telling you about that atmosphere, man. The atmosphere is crazy over there. Bro, it helps as well, man. That's why, I, you know, one thing that I hope is even if we don't win the league, like the Emirates still needs to be jumping. 100%. It still needs to be jumping. That helps. Do you know what I'm saying? Especially if we're going to go back into Champions League as well. Like Certain teams are going to have to know when they come here. It's peak. You know what time it is. To be fair, certain man have gone there hit five in it. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> I mean, yeah, you know what it is. But listen, uh, me personally, at the end of the day, to summarize the poems, I'm very proud, man. I'm very, very proud of my guys. That's another question that people had of us. That's another doubt that people had of us that we've answered, and I feel that we've we've continued to do that a lot this year. I know we've had, you know, the last couple of games, the last five games for us hasn't been hasn't been great. But, you know, since we, t- since we took that L to Man City, uh, you know, we've bounced back. We had Chelsea at home, which could have been a potential banana skin. Beat them 3-1 there. And then this one here, you know, under the cosh for, for long periods of this game. I was worried about the physical element because of what Newcastle bring, how powerful, how athletic they are as a squad. Big and, boys. And, you know, with the, with the, um, the, the, the lineup that we put out, I oh yeah, by the way, I felt that we were. Yeah, I was gonna say with, it. I was with, the line, with the lineup that we put out, I felt like going forward or when we have the ball, I feel like you know we'd be fine. We'd be able to play our game, which we could in certain spells. You know, when we did retain possession, but defensively in transition, I was a little bit worried. But you know, big up to big up to Kivio. Kivio. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. See now, hindsight is another thing because I'm thinking, yo, why didn't Arteta put him in? <laughs> <laughs> Why did he put him in? Look at the 3-1 at Chelsea. Look at a clean sheet at St. James's Park. Why didn't he bring him in before? Maybe he thought he wasn't ready. I don't know. Nah, but, but he likes that right side, the centre-back, right-footed. You I know, hear you. You know I what I'm saying? It's a little bit, it's a little bit of a... 
is a little it seems a little bit unbalanced to have two left footed mm-hmm. um, centre backs. And I think I think even in certain times where we were trying to build up play, it did it did cause us problems because it, it felt like we were kind of going backwards. Yeah. Kind of going uh Kivior, he doesn't really the one thing about Kivior is he's not really he's good at passing the ball, but he doesn't really feel confident enough i would say to start attacks so maybe when he gets the ball he now has to get the ball from that right side and maybe turn yeah yeah, yeah. and give it to gabriel straight away so that he can go and start the attacks but he's like the way that he angles to go back he's going backwards from there but he made some timely blocks today he was clever in possession he didn't waste it um some of the one-on-ones he didn't get skinned any time really that i could re- i could remember off the top of my mm-hmm. head so i was proud of him I was proud of um, of Jorginho. Jorginho was was very calm in that game. It's exactly what we needed: somebody calm, on the somebody ball. on on the ball. He was very secure. Didn't really give the ball away. More passes, you know what I mean. More more touches of the ball than anybody else on the pitch. And and yeah, like his his genuine leadership, just constantly talking and communicating with the players and getting them organized to where he wants to be. I was very happy with that. Fam, do you know what I'd add as well? Mm. Just quickly, um, unless he has a shocker. I don't want to see Partey back in, you know. My thing. Not yet, unless he has a shocker. Why Why should he be dropped? I have a... So, I kind of agree with that, especially with the form that we're in now, mm-hmm. um, given that Jorginho played against Chelsea and he's played against Newcastle and we come away with two wins. I have a suspicion that Partey's been playing injured since the international break. But at the same time, I think his performances have suffered because of that. It's not really a but at the same time, but I, I'm saying to say that I think his performances have suffered because of that, because he's playing, because I feel like he's playing injured. If he is, if he is, that, that's my suspicion. That's my suspicion. Okay, that's my yeah, suspicion. okay, all right. Because there was rumors you know about, there was rumors there about, maybe rumors about that. But listen, look, Arteta is not an idiot, right? If you didn't have Jorginho, then I could see that in it. But because you have him, well, he's not playing injured. He's just not playing well right now. That's what it is. I think I might be just be he's time, yeah I, I, these I, timeouts. I do think so. And then do, next I, year you go again with him. Which it, no, but this is the reason why he's he's been dropped from the team because he's because of his performances. But I think the reason for his performances might be because he's playing injured. But that's just me. I'm just I'm just speculating. Yeah, it could be. Shaka was a monster today. I see some timely last minute tackles. I see him fighting. I see him showing that fight. Because that, that, they wanted to make it a fight, them Newcastle boys, you know. Yeah, and you need them. They were really trying to put it on us physically. They wanted to make it a fight. And, you know, sometimes when Shaka gets into that mode where he gets so feisty and whatnot, you know, he might be in trouble with the referee. Referee might be giving out some cards and whatnot. And he didn't. He let it, like, fair play to the referee. Let the game flow. Even even if it was heated and even if it was an intense game as it was, he let it, he let it flow. And you need them kind of characters sometimes. You need to show some fight, so... Shaka played very, very well today. I'm happy with that. And Ramsdale, man. Ramsdale, he made a couple of wicked saves. <laughs> a couple of, like, I think more often some of the saves that he made were, were, were shots that were fired right at him. But, you know, you still have to make Bro, you still got to make the saves. I understand. And, and he, bro, he went to St. James' Park and he left with a clean sheet, man. England number one, did you say? I think so. I think so. He better be his time. Yeah, next year. Everton are going down, bro. Next year. But, you know, bro, you know, I don't know, man. You know, Southgate's got his favourites. And I listen... <laughs> Bun all of that, man. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it, man. Jordan Pickford hits that different pack when he plays for England. Firm. That's true. That's pack. true. I will give him that. I'll you give know, him that. You know what? You know what uh, Turns it up. You know, what, you know what Pickford has mm. on lock? Mm. Pens. In pens, I want Pickford in goal. Yeah. I want Pickford in goal for pens. Nah, that's I, true. I hear it. Too. So sub him on. Yeah, I like he's, he's like, <laughs> Bro, that's what ne- uh, uh, Nibbles did. Extra time tick with Tim yeah. Crew. Yeah, bro, yeah. yeah. Sub Shout him on. Tim sub him on. 
Newcastle legend there, but yeah, man. Sorry, Newcastle. You're not, you're not, you're not doing nothing for us. Nah. And Saudi got that bag ne- next next year. <laughs> They'll <laughs> come again. We'll, we'll have no, to see them no, again and worry yeah. about them next year. But you know, not today. Today is today is the day of the red and white fam. And bear in mind as well, yeah. Even if they do make Champions League, and yes, they've got peas, but they're still having to compete with United or Arsenal or City or Liverpool. Do you know what I'm saying? What do you mean? Like in attracting players. Yeah, they've got the P's in Champions League. That's yeah, cool. Yeah. But they're still competing against teams that have been doing that for years. But when you go to... Also, a lot of those players have never... Like, it's, it's, it's a new situation. It's new territory again for Newcastle. Having Literally. To, having to do with... European That's football. not new. They've been there before, bro. No, they've been there, but I'm they're not about this set of players. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Having to do with European football as well as domestic football. You see how you see how it affected the likes of West Ham. See how it affected the likes of Leicester. If we're talking about those teams that are breaking in, obviously the Newcastle situation is different because they got all that money behind them, money behind them, but still on the pitch, it physically at the same time is a different situation. But what I would say they're going into out, out of all the players, oh, this might be a pen. What do you call it? Of all the, what do you call it? Players, right, right, yeah? Mm-hmm. I feel like, so of all the teams, the money that they have, I expect them to, to have a lot of players in it coming in the summer. Well, yeah, like you said, like you said before, it's going to be a key window for a lot of these players, uh, a lot of these teams and, and Newcastle's is another one like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, man, that was nice, boys. Yeah, Premier League roundup. We're going to go into the second segment, guys. So yeah, don't go anywhere. Also, it's one nil to West Ham at halfway point in the game at the London Stadium. Man United, Man United are struggling. They're gonna need to come up with some. Right, can you can you say? Do, do you see what I'm about about the hair? <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna scream about the hair <laughs> yeah. off air, guys. But for now, you guys stay there. We're coming right back. Benched. Brought to you by 14 HQ. What's up, people? You back? Everybody good? You nice and settled? Thank you for joining us in that first segment of the Bench Podcast. It's time for segment two. Two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, come on. That's yeah. What I'm yeah, kids clap, man. Come on, man. Energy, bro. What's good, Do man? you think... <laughs> what would be worse? Throwing myself in front of a car or the train? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely the train. <laughs> So. Guaranteed. Hella more impact. You will feel that. <laughs> you will feel I, that. I don't know if you if we would, you know. Actually, no, 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 no. I might be, I might be dead straight away in it. <laughs> you say Carl will just fling him at... Nah, okay, listen. Yeah, that's the aim. <laughs> Kids, listen. It's not the, worst, the, worst, the worst thing would be is to do the carting close my eyes, I wake up in hospital, hey, my legs are broken, be like, by the way, kids, hey, hey, I made two more hours. It's not oh, my dead arm, out the window. Kids, it's not that bad. Look. Rashford's going to score a brace. He's going to point to his no, temple. that's worse. And then that's you'll, wor- be, you'll you, be above you, Newcastle. You don't they understand. just lost You don't understand. That's worse. Because if Rashford <laughs> bails us out... Yeah, like he has done all season. Yeah, yeah if he bails us out, right, yeah? <laughs> yeah. That means the De Gea thing gets... It gets swept under the rug again. <laughs> and I'm no, tired. But, no, but I'm you're, fucking tired. I hear you, but you're, you're, you're <laughs> even beating him up when it's not really his fault. True. Like you just did for the Brighton one. That wasn't really his fault that game. Oh, see, but this is what I'm trying to say. You don't he, understand. We we know his faults. If you nobody... get cancer because you keep smoking cigarettes, Man right? Cancer. Yeah. Go on. That's fully your fault. But if I keep <laughs> handing you the fucking cigarettes, I have a part to blame in that. 
I lie? I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a lying. <laughs> if you keep going, you're a lie, my cigarette, I keep lying it. Listen, I'm saying, don't smoke cigarettes, innit? Stay healthy, stay clean. Yeah, that's nice, but I'm partly to blame for that. Can we talk about some football? Right, my <laughs> this wife. is very depressing. We talk about trains and cars and cancer. Jeez, yeah, kids. Go on. Let's talk about some football, man. Go on, then. Listen. I don't know if it's... I, do you know what? I don't know if it's just a gender pushing that a lot of people have been doing, especially this year. But, you know, for the majority of the time that Arsenal were, were top of the league um, during this 2022-2023 season, a lot of the discourse I heard was that, oh, it's been a shit season. Oh, you know, the quality of this, uh, the quality of this league has dipped. Oh, you know, Arsenal are only there because Liverpool have, have had a shit season, because Chelsea have had a shit season. And, you know... All of this rare tear, I just call it all this rare tear tear. All of this, all of this noise, all of this rubbish. But maybe I don't know. Maybe it's worth a conversation, boys. What do you reckon? You think it's worth a conversation? Do we think that the quality of of the Premier League this year, in this 2023 season, has dipped compared to a couple of seasons before? What do we think, boys? Floor is yours. Who wants to? Who wants to? Who wants to give it? Do you a know push? what? I have a theory, right? Yeah, that people. It's like it can go both ways in it. Mm-hmm. So because depending on how you want to swing it. So if teams are finishing on ninety points, right, yeah. Yes. You could say that okay, that means it's better, isn't it? Because they're that much better. I want guys in like the league to get that many points, must mean that they're that, that that good of a team. Right. But for teams who continuously f- uh, you know, finish on higher points with bigger gaps between second and third and whatnot, it means that the quality between them is that much bigger. Whereas if there are years in which Everything is tighter. See what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. That must mean that the quality then isn't like between them isn't like big enough. Therefore, it's harder, and therefore the quality is is bigger. You can try to say. Okay, I understand, but maybe maybe that also might not necessarily reflect the whole of the league. Maybe that might just reflect that the top two teams are just that much better than everybody else. But, but usually that I means, do see what you're but saying. Usually, that, usually that means, though, because if they're that much better than everyone else, that means that everyone is just not that good. Whereas whereas if it's like, if you're finishing, if you're winning it, if you're winning the team on 80 points, that means the league is not a joke because anyone can be anyone. Mm-hmm. Because th- that is like how quality is. How quality, that's how much the competitiveness is through it. Yeah. Whereas if we're all just fighting ourselves and one and two are just running away with it, doesn't that just mean that like it's a farmer's league? Yeah, I guess, I guess. And then another point to my thing. How many teams have won the Champions League in the last 10 years? Uh, and how many of those cham- t- those teams would you say you would look at when they win and be like, yeah, they're probably the best team in, in, the, in Europe? Uh, I mean, it, with that, it, I think it does happen. But I don't think it happens as often as people make out that it does or make out that it should. Because at the end of the day, it is a cup competition. You don't have to play everybody. Like, you could get luck of the draw in certain situations. You know what I mean? So, I mean, there was that one year where the final was Liverpool v Tottenham. And I know both of those teams were wicked teams, but I'm not hearing that Liverpool and Tottenham were the best two teams in Europe (laughs) that year to to get to the final. Do you know what I mean? But but, but, but what I'm saying is, but if you look over over a 10-year period... In general, yeah. Stretching back uh, then, you're like, bruh, we call ourselves the top league and whatnot, but bruh... When we meet Barcelona, when we meet Madrid, when we meet Bayern, we get sapped around. This is another thing that you could add to that as well, because there's only one team that representing this country still in European competition at this stage, and that's West Ham in the Intertoto Cup. 
Well, and, and City, <laughs> innit? Man United, well, and Man and Man City. Mm. Sorry, so two teams. Sorry, Manchester City, who you know we all say are the best team in the world, and West Ham, <laughs> who were in the semis of the Inter. Which also Cup. is a bad look on us too, because we would look at our teams as. If not, okay, you obviously would look at it more, but we would look at our teams as like some of the best teams in Europe. We're trying to be Champions League teams. But we got, knocked, we got knocked out of the Europa, Man both United, of us. Man United and... Deservedly <laughs> as well. Man United and Arsenal got knocked out in the second tier. Tottenham didn't make it out the group stage. Did they make it out? Tottenham didn't they make did, it out. No, nah, they did, they did. Milan, they did. Milan, Milan told to hold it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, so, um, so, yeah, Tottenham... Liverpool got moved to. Liverpool and Chelsea all got moved to, all got knocked out pretty early in the Champions League um, knockout round. So, you know, in terms of English representation, if we're talking about across Europe, it's not looking too bad. But uh, and, and that might be a point that people might bring up. But I think I'm more focusing just in terms of us ourselves in this country. Uh, T, have you got any thoughts to... Oh, to I, I have one more thing to add to it, by oh, the way. Because oh, he's got some I'm more. not finished, right? <laughs> My last point... And that's not all. Is go. what... City win this this year, mm-hmm. they would have won it six times in seven years, right? Something like that. Well, yeah, Pep's Pep himself has so, won it five in the last. So, six. so, so my, my my point being is, they keep winning the league. So, how competitive is our league, and therefore how how much is this quality of our league if only one team seems to win it every single year? My points are done. No, that one, nah, that's a good point. I hear that. Yeah, no, nah, I, I I do hear that I point. Got a little answer to that, but we'll we'll get to you first, T. Well, you got any thoughts for me? What are you thinking? But I mean, to be honest, I don't like the sounds of it, but Kizza does bring up some good points. Mm-hmm. And especially the one about C going, you know, back to back and just keep winning. That's a bit of a concern, I can't lie. Mm-hmm. That, 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 and, and, you know, to add, it's almost like, you know, with the whole Newcastle situation, with, with the financial backing that C have, and also all these young talents that are obviously with Pep there, they're always going to go there. So I think those two things, you know, just make it very, very... They make it very difficult for the rest of the league, to be honest with you. I disagree on that point. Go on. The other rest of the league right here, yeah, I have this thing, right? It's, it's a bit weird. There are, at the top end of football in, in the UK, Yes. there are owners that are here to win, the owners are here to profit. Okay. So I, until this year, the Cronkies were for money, let's be honest, right? It wasn't until the younger one was like, yo, dad, let me try and, and boost something. <laughs> and actually win. Yeah. That shout out, Josh. you've seen a project. 100%, yeah. So if anything, you've just seen for the last 10 years wastage mm-hmm. by the owner, is what I'm trying to say. And mm-hmm. it was that, yeah. United, I don't care how many times you man throw a bill at my face, I'm telling you, they don't care to win. This, Ronaldo did a fucking interview where he's like, yo, they don't care. They're not here to win, isn't it? Okay. So how does this relate to the quality of the league? So my point being is, those are two of, let's say, the custodians of English football mm-hmm. who are here to win, right? Yeah. Who don't care about winning. So therefore producing teams to up the quality right now. Right. Yeah. So you take them two out of the way. Then you have Liverpool who are a little bit half and half. Right. Okay, in terms of... In terms of, like, because they have Klopp, right, yeah? He wants to go for the league, right, yeah? But they don't financially back him to the point where they're like, let's make you think, but he's done wonders there to keep up with City. Yeah. And then Chelsea's the only other one where, under Abramovich, they were like, I want to win, I want to win, and they'll do. Mm-hmm. So whenever I look at the quality of the league thing is, if you take two of the big, out of the big six out who want to win, right, yeah? 
can you say that we're in an era where they're not competing, therefore, like, the quality of at the top, they're not there because of that? Okay. Well, I... I'm gonna, lads. I'm gonna disagree. I don't think the quality of this league has decreased. If anything, I think it might be as good as it always has been. What you lot were saying about Man City, I understand that, but we also must recognise that Man City, you know, the the product of Man City is is, let's say, about ten years of ten years plus of financial doping. It's what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, ten years of financial doping. So pumping that oil. You know, in a sense, for for teams that that, you know just don't have that kind of financial power to be able to to replenish and replenish at the rate that Man City do, it's always going to be hard for all, the, all of these other teams to be able to compete. And the structure of the league over the last five years is this, let's say that Liverpool have been the ones that have been hot on their heels. And it's not as if Man City have been running away with it. Liverpool actually won the league in once in these last five years. COVID. They, they lost it. They lost, did they lose it on goal difference one year? No. Or they like they've by lost point. it. Literally they lost by, it by a point. Yeah. They might have done it like twice. Like lost it by literally minimum, <laughs> like a minimum gap mm. Mm. On, on more than one occasion. So uh, it's not as if Man City are far away from everybody else in the league. Well, they, them them two are far away. It's been those two, but this year I feel like it's I feel like it's been the same thing, because instead of Liverpool who have now taken a dip, Arsenal have now taken their place and they're the ones with three games to go who are a point below them. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Hot on their heels. I feel like the structure of the league in the last five years goes as follows, right? There's usually two teams at the top. I'd say maybe f- teams who, who played excellent football over and above everybody else in the league, obviously, as, as you know, it shows in their position in the league standings. Everybody from about third to eighth place is a good team that plays good football in their own little ways and yeah. all and all are fighting for the Champions League and Europa League positions. And you don't want to go to their homes. Yeah. And then you get like the then you get like the last then you get like the, the kind of middle middle teams who are who are who are okay teams and you know may surprise you here and there, but in general they don't have the consistency to be able to call themselves a top half team or a good team that challenges for Europe. And then you have let's say the bottom five teams that are all struggling for relegation. What you were saying about the points thing, I want to bring up when we look at the bottom of the league. Because when we look at the bottom of the league, let's say, typically we say by now 40 points. Yeah. Mm. 40 points will get you safety. And like I alluded earlier, I think if you look at the league now, let me just just refer back to it real quick time so I can just get my, you know, I like to get my facts in order. And <laughs> so why are doing that, by the way, they have almost gave away another goal. But Nearly 2 0 to West Ham. No. <laughs> forever blow. <laughs> Listen. With four games to go, let me talk about the bottom four teams. Southampton on 24 points. Everton on (laughs) on 29 (laughs) points. With four games to go, and these are the bottom three teams, 24, 29, and 30 points, which leads me to think that instead of 40 points, which Chelsea was screaming and shouting about the other day, not getting relegated on, I think it's going to be 35 points this year. So to me... That something small like that suggests that it's it's actually harder for some of these lower teams or, or bottom half teams, especially especially where we were seeing like the last 10, 15 games where it was like, yo, any one of like eight, nine teams could go down. I feel like it's harder to get points in this league, which to me alludes to everybody Getting increasing better. in their quality. We saw what was happening in the in the transfer window this year or, the, or this January window and in the summer window as well. 
how the Premier League is just monopolising. Now, all of a sudden, a team like Nottingham Forest, who are who are second bottom in this league, <laughs> no, third bottom, Nottingham Forest, who are 18th in this league, can go and buy a player Nance. like... like, like <laughs> do you know what I mean? Can go and buy a player like... Is it, is it Morgan Gibbs-White? For 40 million? And he's good. And he's and they're 18th in the league, maybe about to go down into the championship. Well, they spent more than 100 this summer, didn't they? Every team, if you look, yeah. if you look down this league, every team... Um, every team has added quality. Man City, with all of the quality and the way that they play, they added Erling Haaland. Do you get Alvarez me? and Phillips. Alvarez and, and, and uh, what's his name? Alvarez. Um, if you look down at someone like Fulham, let's say, Fulham who had just come up into the league and everyone was thinking, oh, they're going to yo-yo back down. Solid manager. And then they've got that, that, that guy, Paulinho, in the midfield. Yeah. Very good midfielder. Probably Fulham would be a stepping stone move for him and he might get a big move in the summer. Loki, yeah, if we can't get this little Kaiseido in that. Look at them, man. Low, low, I don't know. Small, small. I don't know. Southampton, who are bottom, have Lavia in the centre midfield. And I know a top team might be coming for him in the He's summer. What about that doing it for City? Brighton can just bring people like that, that NC so you who just slapped it in the top corner against Chelsea the other week, the 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 20 year old. Mm. Mitoma as well. Where did he come from? Adding to the quality of this league. All teams that you can look down from the top to the bottom are adding quality to this league. Something I was gonna say as well, they just bought um Brighton just bought that uh that guy from Watford as well, wasn't it? Didn't hey, they? Gal Pedro. See, yeah. I don't know anything about him, but if Brighton are buying him, <laughs> he, he's probably he's probably got a sign. <laughs> he's probably got a sign. You know what I mean? And if we're talking about quality in this league, Haaland comes in in his first season, goal record. He's, he, he could get 40 by the end of the season. It's crazy. Kane, like I said before, this is his best goal return in the league for the, like, the last five years. Ivan Toney, Oli Watkins, Marcus Rashford, their man have levelled up this year. Levelled up. And I think just added to the, the overall quality of this league. So... I'm one that doesn't agree with the notion no, that I, the league has decreased. In personally, I'm on the fence about it because I, 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 I hear every point, I hear every side, and I, and I'm, I can be swayed either way, innit? Yeah. Um, what do you call it? On I'm the easy. Fence. Yeah, I'm on the fence. <laughs> <laughs> comsi, comsa. Yeah. <laughs> kids is very com- comsi, comsa, kids. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I do think there's something to be said about the whole, you know, city winning it back to back, but at the same time, I definitely hear your point in that there are teams in other leagues that would be in the bottom half and they can't spend anywhere near the money that Southampton could spend. Yeah. Or like a Nottingham Forest. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like Southampton needs to be like top seven, isn't it? I swear. With under Poch. Fam, Southampton. Yeah. They were the original Brighton, fam. Bro, they had Tadic, who was in Champions League semi-final. They had Mane. They had Van Dijk. Mm-hmm. Wanyama. Oh, Romeo. Remember he went ch- he got a move to Chelsea? Sure. Wanyama went to Tottenham. Sure. <laughs> Chambers. You understand? They had a bag of man. Fraser Foster as well, I swear. Did he pay for them as well? I think yeah. so. Yeah. I think I think if anything, I think like a lot of people have been saying about about Manchester City is that if they win this league again, it doesn't really feel competitive because they're just bossing it, a la Bayern Munich, a la PSG. Mm. And maybe if you look at other leagues, if you look at maybe the Italian league, there's been three different winners of Serie A in the last three years. Mm. And if you look at it right now, everyone from Napoli, who obviously Napoli have won the league, they're away and gone. But everybody from second, uh, Juventus right now to eighth, who are Roma, yeah. they're all in with a shot at Champions League. And some of them, two of them are in the Champions League semi-final, having a dar- having a derby <laughs> in the um and and Roma are in the semis of the, of the Europa, yeah. Well. So I know I can hear some of the arguments that maybe in terms of the excitement, 
And maybe in terms of the quality, because of the European representation, that maybe Serie A might be the top league in the world right now. You know what it really and truly is? Is this, right? People don't want to admit, but we're just in another dynasty era. That's what it is. I believe so too. Incredible, it's 2-0. 2-0? De Gea's on the floor. Oh, oh, oh he's going to foul. But yeah, what I was saying was um, we're in another dynasty era in it, where no matter what the quality of the league is, there's a team that's just that much better than everyone else. You know what I'm trying to say? And sometimes you just got to put your hands up and be like, it is what it is, isn't it? Bro, they've got the manager and they've got the peas. That's poor by the way. Do you know what I'm saying? However, you know, they're only, I know they've got a game in hand, but if if they win all their games in hand and we win all our games in hand, it will finish as four points. That that to me doesn't suggest that they're by far and away better than everybody else in this league. But I still... Given, f- given that we were top for so long as yeah, well. For like 3% of the season. Pretty much. But by the way, the thing about City is, I know it sounds dumb that they're going to win a treble. I still think they were better years before, though, you know? I still think this team has another level to go up. You think so? Yeah, I think they can get better. I think all of those personnel are just there, but, you know, Harlan, like, they have a new dynamic now, and that new dynamic... They have a gunman! Jenna, the, like the n- a real gunman! But that new dynamic that they have, I think, it, if anything, it adds something to their game. Because otherwise, you know, City teams are always oh. just pass, 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 pass oh. to death, cut oh. back, slot in. Now, sometimes they can, like, like, as you saw against Arsenal the other day, they can go long. Do you know what I mean? One thing I do would like to have is I would like to have, not from you, man, but from the from the wider Twitter community, <laughs> an apology on Haaland. Because I told you he's not just a couple, he can play ball. He missed six chances the other day um, no, but in the, in the Man City Leeds game. No, but that's usually what top players do in it, because they create them chances by getting those positions. But what I'm saying is that there was this narrative, right? Yeah, that when... um. You know when you're comparing him and Mbappe, yeah, Mbappe is technically superior. We know that, yeah? Mm-hmm. But it was the way that people would diminish, um, what do you call it, Haaland's technical ability. They would say that, like, it's non-existent. They would blame it. They, they'd compare it more to Le, a Lukaku of, like, brah, he might not be a Mbappe <laughs> level of, of quality on the ball, but he's not, for uh, his size, he's very, very good on the ball. Uh, I, I still disagree at this point. You disagree still? All right. I still disagree at this point, to be fair. But... Like the goal scoring, the goal scoring, the movement, um, and 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 like his 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 attacking awareness, I can't doubt. If anything, I under ten ten. Yeah, I under I underplayed it, but th- those parts of his game are unbelievable. I still think he has a level to go up technically. And to be fair, we have seen it improve. Yeah, hundred percent this season. Anyways, as it goes, but yeah, man, I think I think that's I think that's about it, man. That might be all we have time for here in the bench studios. Who's that? Is that who's coming in? Who's? You want to say something quick? Something quick about Liverpool? That mic. That mic. That mic. That mic. We saying, hey. Man, I don't. A one or down. Yes, I told you. I told. Listen, you man, watch your backs. I'm not saying anything. That's all we got time for, guys. Thank you for listening to another episode. I think I call that episode 64. We're all done and dusted. If you're listening on all the DSPs, we're talking Spotify. We're talking Apple Music. Thank you very much for your support. Keep supporting. We're going to keep dropping episode dropping Monday night as usual. If you're watching on YouTube, if you're following us on Twitter, on Instagram as well. We're also on TikTok as well, Bench Pod UK. Give us a shout out. Watch out for the new drops. We're dropping daily. Not daily. We're dropping every week. Monday. Mondayly. Man, call it Mondayly, innit? <laughs> Weekly drop. Kids, what are you saying? Where's the bleach? <laughs> <laughs> IT, what are you saying? Is the league still on? 
One point behind them, fam. One game in hand. Of course it's still on. Come on, fam. Come on. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you for listening. That's the episode over and done with, guys. Peace out. Benched. Brought to you by 14HQ. Thank <laughs> you.